I listened to quite a few podcasts recently, like because yeah. I'm I'm doing research on our guests and stuff. Mm-hmm. I would say half of them they were like, we just had a conversation earlier, and I was like, oh, cool, this doesn't happen. Right, that it's not often. just us. Yeah. Welcome to Bacon is my podcast. We are brought to you today by grillyourassoff.com, drinkwildbills.com, poddex.com, where you can get 10% off your entire order by using the promo code BACON. Because everything is better with bacon. And awesome. don't forget, don't forget, go over to manscaped.com. Keep the balls shiny. Keep the balls shiny. Models. Feel confident, feel clean, feel refreshed, and use the promo code BACONPOD, where you can get 20% off and free shipping. Awesome. And Jim, we're going to do this again because uh, apparently we just like to redo intro and outros. Hashtag professional. Hashtag professional. And we had just spoken about not turning the record button on and right. now we don't do that. That's why this happened. That's why that That's happened. why this happened. Yeah. Today, I got cocky. I got cocky. Today we have Mike from the band Sons of a Tradesman out of West Palm Beach, Florida. Indeed. They're an awesome band. They're a throwback without sounding old in any kind of way, shape, or form. Indeed. They just put out a new record. It is called Stir the Pot. You can find it on all streaming platforms right now. They do not have a website they need to get. We'll get into that. You'll hear yeah, us. You'll hear us. You'll hear me bitch at him. Bad heard. Yeah. Badgering him a little bit, uh, but before we get into that, real quick, let's uh, let's talk to rivals. Yeah, it is rivals uh, awareness month. So awareness let's, month, let's appreciation month, whatever it is. Yeah, so really? we're gonna do that right now. Hey, hi, welcome. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're able to take this seriously, aren't you? No. Oh, okay. Obviously. Uh, so you guys are out on tour, stuff like that. You guys were on tour pre COVID. Well, well, before this saying, one, you're saying you guys as if everybody knows who they are because they've been watching for so long. But this is our time hanging out with rivals. We, we introduced them because we introduced them, but it's still it's. Oh, we got to introduce them again. It's rivals, and it's yeah. rivals awareness month and a rivals appreciation month, and you've done neither. You have not appreciated, <laughs> nor have you acknowledged. Nor have you made aware of rivals. I have. I I was the one who I was the one who stopped us before we went into our interview. That's going to happen after this, right? Well, you know, your people don't know; they're listening. Okay, all right. Well, rivals, you guys got to do a <laughs> uh, a tour before this one. Yes, like mid pandemic, I guess we would say. Mid-demic. Mid-demic, Depends on where you're located. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. It happened in many places. It did. Depends it did. on where you're located. Um, so with that tour done, and and you were obviously you were supporting uh, Sad Looks Pretty Ani. Uh, this tour, what can people expect from a rival show? Because for those of you ha- who haven't seen them. Uh, it's a show. It's a, it's it's a thing. It's not just like oh, I'm gonna go see a band play. Like right. they do the lights. They do. It's not the theatrics with the fucking drums and shit. It's not like a if bunch. You know, of if dudes, you're not doing the drums anymore, I'm gonna be really upset. It's not just oh. a bunch of dudes in like capri pants and. <laughs> well, this is very awkward. <laughs> 
Mickey's like, no! <laughs> we just didn't have it ready in time. So we had to like, we wanted to write a brand new one and um, it just didn't happen between like all the dark matter stuff. So we are not doing drums of sound, but we have we put a little bit more into back. our live show when it comes yeah, like- back. It's it's funny that you say that because uh, we actually we just recently had a huge conversation about making it more of a show. Yeah. yeah. Go. So don't big. worry. Or go. We're big. going big. Yeah. Well, you gotta go big, right? People come to see a show. They don't come to hear a show. They can sure. hear a recording. They come to see a fucking yeah. show, right? If you're just like three or four dudes on stage in capri pants, not giving a shit. <laughs> looking like you look when you come to see a show then it's just like why would anybody pay to see that right so you guys are a band you're a live band you're a band that has a visual aspect to it you're a band that that gives shit about the fact that there's people that are coming to see a show yeah so what 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 are we going to what are people going to expect from a, a rivals live show <laughs> nowadays we're playing a lot more songs. Um, we're trying to, now that we have so many songs, we're trying to fit as many as we can in. Before mm -hmm. we, uh, originally we did the drum thing because we didn't have enough songs to fill out like a full set, really. Yeah. So like the way of the drums was a way of like extending our set. Cause when we originally, um, like our first real tour with Jumpsuit, they wanted us to play for 40 minutes. Our record total, was 42 minutes and we did not art less than that 30 something eight minutes or something yeah. yeah um and we didn't really want to play every single song live like we had a few that we just like weren't really too keen on playing live so we're like well, what the what do we do right everything's <laughs> everything's faster live too just yeah. by at least a little bit yeah yeah so we had to come up with something else and um the drum thing was like made the most sense they all play drums yeah and well, no, Kaylee, how's play drum. how's your banter? How's your how's your oh, like horrible? <laughs> Absolutely, hor I'm I'm like so scripted when it comes to like live shit like what? stuff. Like I pretty really yeah, yeah. I try. I've tried. I do obviously veer sometimes. She um, awkward laughs a lot. <laughs> but you're so good. No. But you're so good on like you're so good in this kind of a setting. You're so good at like a podcast, at an interview, yeah. at just hanging out and having a conversation. What is it? What's why? What's what's how can that be possible? I think it's because when I'm on stage, I lose my mind. Like I'm not really there, if that makes yeah, sense. Man. Like I'm okay. not really there. Uh so I tend to lose myself a lot. Okay. Uh, just because I get so into it, and then I kind of like nah. my mind's like this. <laughs> so it just, yeah, it's easier for me. Like for like a while, I had stuff written down to be like, you have to say this at this time. And eventually, I did it so many times that you know you just go like, well, yeah. I'm after a while things got to talk about merch, you know, like right. Yeah, Didn't I mean, we like write down like how many seconds oh, we yeah. had in between songs? <laughs> Figure yeah, out exactly everything. Before, That's obviously, great. now we have like our tracks and like our interviews and stuff. So it's a little right, different. Right. But yeah, I'm um, unfortunately very scripted because I'm not very good. <laughs> well, so talking. so everybody, if you're going to see a rival show, make so much thing. noise. Make so much noise between songs. Just make her feel awkward. Absolutely. <laughs> like, just make it so weird.
that she has to kind of go off because it's going to make it better. It's going to make it better. And honestly, if you're louder, it's better. So everybody that's going there just makes so much noise. Makes so yes. much noise. Everyone <laughs> As long as – so we, ha we have a lot of friends that like – that sound like bar mitzvah DJs. Right between like like let me hear you make some noise. Yeah, See, that's where I that's lose the myself. Worst. Okay, I have a thing in my head. I think a lot of it too is like everyone's like you need to get more crowd participation. But in my head, I'm like, but what if they don't participate? And then I'm just like, everyone yell. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you, you know? and and it's weird for me to think, but I'm gonna give you a thing that works 100 percent of the time. Okay. <laughs> Right. I did it. I did it <laughs> once and all of a sudden it became a stupid thing and it works 100% of the time. And my friends in other bands are now doing it and it works for them 100% of the time. And so I make fun of him. It's not me because I'm so great. It's because it just fucking works. Okay. Literally. Okay. What is it? Grab, <laughs> grab a beverage, okay. whatever it is. Hold it out to the crowd and go, hey. When he actually does it live, and it sounds they, a lot like this. Hey! It doesn't sound like that because I have it a does. good voice. It also does. <laughs> Very much. It doesn't sound like that. It doesn't sound like that. But the crowd will also respond to you in kind with, hey. And literally when I'm trying to think of the next thing to say, I'll do it like four times. And it will, <laughs> yeah. it, will, it, will, it will honestly create, You're like doing this? Oh my God. Yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah, is. Like it is. It's totally a wave. And it totally works. And it totally makes a crowd feel like they're cheersing you. And they respond. And they respond in a huge, loud way. And it's not super smart and it's not super and it's not mine and it's not something i came up with it's literally some where like i had a drink once because i needed one because the crowd was not responding at all and i was like hey and literally everybody was like hey and i was like oh okay oh hey <laughs> and they did it again and i was like hey and they did it again yeah. And it <clears throat> literally became a thing because people want to be in a part of and involved in the show that you're creating. So that dumbass little thing, totally I'm squishing your head. <laughs> totally. <laughs> totally makes a difference and it totally works. And I happily bequeath it. Just to try it and try try it and watch how well it works. And then and then the next time we're on, be like, dude, you're so I'm, fucking okay, right. I can't even believe I am that not gonna try it until Brooklyn. All right. I hope it fails. <laughs> it's you know what? I hope it does too, but it's not gonna. <laughs> it's not gonna. It's gonna totally succeed and you're gonna be like, son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Was right. <laughs> Welcome back. Indeed. Uh, Dark Matter out now. Go listen. It's great. If it sounds it's like fun. we're rushing through this, it's because this is the second time we're doing it. Mm -hmm. Indeed. And uh, <laughs> without further ado, 
we had a great conversation with Mike. Yeah, so. he was really cool, and and we we really want to get to it. Yeah, it, you'll hear a lot of uh, a jibber jabber from us. Uh, typically before the interview, but we had a kind of a long one and it was kind of a good one. So yeah. uh, we definitely want to get right to it. So Indeed. enjoy, check it out, check the band out, and uh, we'll be back in just a few. Now. Now. Thankfully, there's enough space so I can cut your now on. I know, I understand. Now. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick time out. Uh, we want to tell you all about our awesome sponsor, Manscaped. Manscaped.com. We've been telling you about them since the beginning of the year. We've been users for years. Uh, But now they've put out the new Ultra Premium Collection. And what the Ultra Premium Collection includes is a two-in-one shampoo conditioner, a body wash, a hydrating body spray, deodorant, and lip balm. And uh, what you do is you go to the pro... uh, To the shopping cart yep. you put all your things in there yep. and when you're done you use the promo code bacon pod and you get 20 percent off and free shipping i'm gonna stop for one second and i'm just gonna let you guys know that i've actually been using this stuff for the last two weeks i got my order two weeks ago and i've been using it every day and so i'm just gonna give you a super fast review The shampoo conditioner is awesome. My hair feels great. It doesn't feel dry. It's not loaded down. It's not weighted down. And it it actually feels really good. The body wash is awesome. It lathers up really great. I use a very little bit of it. I'm kind of like a uh, sponge guy, so I'll put it on the sponge, loofah, or whatever you want to call it. Uh, And it's awesome. The, uh, The surprise for me has been the uh, the body spray. Mm-hmm. It's really awesome. I never used anything like that before. I got it and I was like, ah, what's this going to do? I'll tell you what, as a person with tattoos, man, my arms feel dry every now and then. And sometimes for you of you that have tattoos, you understand that like when it gets dry, you start to feel like a raised up area for where mm-hmm. your tattoo was. This actually, it smells great and it feels great and it keeps you hydrated. My hands, my arms, my tattoos, that's what I've really used it on. I haven't done the whole body or anything like that. Uh, I do use all the other products. I use the crop preserver. I use the foot spray at night. I don't use it during the day because it the might The reviver as well wet. for a midday spritz. Yeah, 100%. Uh, that is the, not included in this, but. The wipes are key. You can all use. All this stuff. Oh, here we go. Here we go. We got the wipes too. Yep. You can use all this stuff um, and you can get 20% off on all of these things. And of course, their flagship, Lawnmower 4.0, which I was skeptical. I had the 3.0. Mm-hmm. They gave us a 4.0. I was like, how much better could it be? It's better. It's way better. I've nicked my sack on Zero the 3.0. And I've nicked my sack zero times on the four point. Right. So go ahead, go to manscaped.com, use the promo code BACONPOD, get 20% off, get free shipping, and support a really awesome brand that we believe yeah. in and support the show a little bit. It's really good, guys. I don't care. If it's not good, I'd tell you because I don't care. Right. So it doesn't matter to me. But honestly, like I'd use this stuff whether we had a discount or not. And I use our promo discount because that's what we have. <laughs> so have the same discount that we do. Indeed. And go over to manscaped.com and use Bacon Pod as your discount. Hey, this is Cade Katz. You've been listening to Bacon Is My Podcast. What's your bacon? Uh, these guys are amazing. So thanks for having me. And keep spending these guys and give them a follow.
Should I get low? <laughs> Should I get low? Yeah. Look at you. Look at you. Hey. <laughs> What's up, so, everybody? That sounded so legit. <laughs> yeah, I, I know it did. Hey. Hey. It was like uh, <laughs> Fat Albert. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome to Bacon. It's my podcast. Today, we are hanging out with Mike, the guitar player from the band. Sons of a tradesman. What's going on, dude? Not too much, guys. How's it going? It's going you well. Know? Going well. We're hanging out here in uh blustery, blustery cold New York. New York. Yeah. It should be warmer. How you doing? Oh, you guys are up there. I didn't know where you were going. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're you're in West Palm, correct? Yeah, it's beautiful here. I bet it is. I bet it is. <laughs> Tell us all about it. I don't mean to rub it in. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Uh, we went. We actually went to West Palm uh, a few years back, uh, before the pandemic, obviously for a video job. Yeah, and uh, we saw um, the hotel. Yep, That's we it. saw the hotel. It was great. Much like being That's... on tour. <laughs> See, oh yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, you don't really you go anywhere. To explore or seeing the world like through a but, van window. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, it, weather was beautiful, and it was what October. Yeah. So, oh yeah, there you I could have dealt with it. Yeah, there's not um, really like a lot of sightseeing things in West Palm, so you really didn't miss much. It's more, it's more the weather. So at least you got yeah, to experience right. that. Well, it, one thing that uh, we kind of noticed from doing this show and 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 working with um, you know Tori from WTF, shout out to her. Yeah. Uh, it seems like West Palm is almost like a a hotbed of like all these really cool uh, bands and stuff like that. How is the scene down there? Um, it, it seems kind of eclectic because we. Yeah. The, one of the things I wanted to ask you about that definitely was, was, you know, when you think of West Palm, you think of like a party destination, right? For sure. And, um, uh, or, or a vacation destination, something, right. something in, in that realm. So I typically think like, okay, that's going to be a lot of, cover bands tribute bands what's it like kind of like trying to carve out an original thing in the area are, are people like is there a like a scene there that builds and supports original acts or is it more of like a we got to throw them in when we can and play a bunch of songs for the people that are at the bar or like what what kind of is the method that you guys are doing yeah it's it's definitely more toward that there are a couple venues down here um and you know the the music scene amongst the 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 individual bands is is really strong like we all support each other a lot but there's not really a lot of venues that strictly showcase original music mm -hmm, um, yeah. so that's been kind of our thing for the past whatever three years now um we do cover shows and we we throw them in usually like one of our sets will devote to the original music and you know, people seem to dig it because we, we try and, and remind people that like all the covers that we're playing were in fact once original music. I mean, they, right. they, yeah. they themselves are original music. So it's, right, right. it's hard to, um, or I, I mean, it's good to support that. But a lot of people, you know, a lot of people just want to hear cover music in the background. They just want to hear those bar songs. So we try and please everybody as much as, as we can. Well, what's cool about you guys is that you you have like there's a uh, an element to your music that is a very uh, classic sound without sounding dated. You know what I mean? Like you guys have definitely have elements of that. Like I saw videos of of you guys on your social media of you guys playing uh, 
some of the, you know, classic songs that you're going to play, Zeppelin songs and Sabbath songs, you know, things like that. Yeah. And and then when you listen to your guys' music, you could definitely feel that it's not like a huge, it's not like you're going in your, in it's your, not a departure. trying to pull off a journey song. And then right afterwards you're playing like a, like an original that's got like this, this Sabbathy feel. Um, right. You guys are, you, you guys are right in there with it without sounding like it. So I would imagine that people, you can slide them in and people are just like, Oh, cool. I didn't know that one. Who was that? And you're like, Oh, it was us. Check out our, <laughs> Check yeah. Out our yeah, yeah, we, we like to, we like to pitch it as much as we can. And yeah, that, that, that's it. Cause I think, I mean, even though we try and choose songs, like cover songs that people are going to like, we also want to play the ones that we enjoy. So that's yeah, kind yeah. of like everybody's influence. Everybody in the band are, are really big Zeppelin fans and big Black Sabbath fans. So mm -hmm. that, that comes through a lot in the original music that we write, you know. And we don't yeah. try and rip it off as much because, you know, like bands like, you know, even though I have a lot of respect for them, bands like Greta Van Fleet get a lot of flack right, yeah. for trying to sound like way too much like zeppelin and we didn't right, want to get and, heavy into that yeah and it's like maybe, maybe they do and then and then also maybe they're just so young that they just haven't found they just yeah they haven't found yeah. they haven't figured it you out yet. I mean? yeah when Hopefully. when do you, when did you guys how do you feel like when did you guys find your sound because like i said there's there's a bunch of stuff in there there's there's definitely some classic rock in there but then you listen to some of the vocals and there's almost some like hip-hop phrasing at times and yeah uh you know, there's some interesting, uh, you're the guitar player. There's definitely some interesting like chord choices you do. You're not banging out power chords the whole time. You're, you're finding some interesting places to go. And then when you actually listen to the record, there's all kinds of cool stuff yeah. that's happening in there. There's, there's, you know, you listen on headphones and it's one thing you listen another time. You're always finding something new in the songs. So at what point did you guys kind of like find your sound as a band? Um, it was a long process and I think it, it shows like if, if you were to look at which ones were written first, um, it, it was kind of a progression and, uh, there was a, a few member changes along the way. I wasn't even the original guitarist. Um, so a couple of the songs were already written before I joined the band. Mm -hmm. And, um, so it, it definitely evolved, um, and toward, toward the end, I, I would say the last half of the record that we wrote were it, it the intention was a little different before they they you know we, we were just kind of writing songs to to just kind of mess around with stuff we were we were writing in andrew's garage and we didn't take it the we didn't take the writing process as seriously and then once we decided that we were going to do a full record and we kind of right. had the concept behind it we're like okay we need to put a little bit more thought and make make these songs more of a more of a thing and like you said that was a goal for us sonically too um to have things that you wouldn't necessarily pick up the first time you listen to it yeah. or if you're listening to it in the car versus really listening on headphones you can start to yeah. pick up things in the mix that and and that's kind of that's it was exciting for us because we we wanted to do it as an album we wanted people to listen to it as one big thing yeah you know? that's really cool I, and you know being kind of like your first real record and stuff now you guys you you self-produced the whole thing right? yeah yeah uh, i recorded and mixed everything. everything so so you do you do all the recording and the mixing yep that's very cool what what when did you get involved with that like was that always something that you were involved with is that something that because you guys seem more like a band that that's going to get into a room and just play and and figure out like 
a song. And then, you know, I've, I've heard in the past, you know, like Andrew just kind of, he won't write any lyrics until the music is done. So is that all done in a, in a room, all four of you, or is that one of those things where it's a process and, you know, you're sending back and forth demos and this and that, and then you get into a room and do that. Yeah, that was, I mean, not, it was not strictly like one formula every time, but that was pretty much what it is. Like we would, um, we would get together weekly or sometimes a couple of times a week because uh, we all have full time jobs during the day. But we try to at least get practice and writing sessions once a week. And if anybody had an idea, whether it was Andrew or me or Nick, our our old bassist, um, we would just bring ideas to the table. And even if it was just a little riff, we would um, we would all try and expand on it. Yeah. Some now, things did, worked, some things didn't. And were were you always involved in the recording process? Or is that something that you got involved with when you guys decided you were gonna record? Yeah, well, I, I had kind of always dabbled in it a little bit, but I started to take it a lot more seriously when we started to record because we we wanted we started to record at a at a friend of ours studios and it was just to get everyone together and to get you know his time was, you know, everybody's time was available at different times. Right. Right. So it took a really long time just to get a little bit recorded. So, and then pandemic hit and no one wanted to, you know, have a, an entire band over to their house. So we just kind of all sat down and we're like, listen, if, if we're going to do this, if we're going to make a record, we gotta, we gotta kind of tackle it ourselves. And it was mainly like, that was my decision. Cause I also looked at it as an opportunity to really learn, how to produce an album and it was it was a lot more than i than i had thought but i'm really (laughs) at the end of the day i'm really happy i did it because i'm we're all really proud of it yeah yeah what what was that like for you just on the side of being the guy engineering it um what was it like for you to be like it's done (laughs) this this is it it's done it it was it was such an incredible feeling dude because like when you go into it, you kind of have, you know, I I kept thinking about it and I was like, all right, you know, we have these, these main songs are like, you know, some of them are completely done. Some of them are like 90% there. You know, we're going to try and record drums first on this and then we'll do guitar and our bassist um, who we got to replace Nick. um, He ended up moving away to Tampa. So, which is like four hours away from us. So getting him down to record was really difficult. Um, so right. it was you gotta just maximize that time too. Yeah, yeah, exactly, dude. And he, he would come down for gigs. Like he wouldn't just want to make the trip for recording. So he, right. we would try and book gigs around it and then try and get studio time. And cause we didn't, I didn't record at my house. We, we, uh, rented out a studio and then I brought all my recording equipment there, but at least it was, it gave us the flexibility to really hone in on stuff. Cause I feel like if you go to a studio and you're, you're working with an engineer at least me personally, I feel this tremendous amount of pressure to like get it done because I don't want to waste money. I don't want to waste time. Right. But doing it ourselves, you get that freedom to kind of like really spend a lot of time on it. Yeah. yeah. Are you are you one of those people that will um, that will re-edit and uh, that will open sessions back up until like you just drive yourself crazy and then you're like, okay, this is mix number 17 and the mix we wanted was mix number nine. And so we're going to go back to that. Luckily, no. I yeah, And yeah. I feel like that's why the the album got finished when it did, because I was 
I'm like a, I'm like, this is good enough. Like we need to just get it out. Like I, I'm not just going to like half-ass it, but right. well, right. Yeah. I wanted it. Like if it's good, I, I, I don't want to drive myself crazy picking yes. out every little, cause the majority of stuff that I'm listening to, most people won't even hear, you know, if there's yeah. a little less, if there's a little less low end on whatever on the kick, no one's going to really notice that. Right. Right. For those, so. for those of you listening, there's a big difference between like, this is definitely good enough. And, that's ah, good enough. Right. That's a, there's yeah, a, there's exactly. a big difference between those things. Um, and, uh, and yeah, being able to do that, that's hard to do for an engineer. Like I know many engineers and I've worked with many people that are very, uh, our, our drummer recorded our first couple records or our, our old drummer recorded our first couple records. And we, we named his studio, the OCD studio, because like <laughs> literally it was agonizing over things to where it was the point where I had to go, okay, if you're spending 200% more time to get a 5% improvement, it's done. <laughs> it's, sure. it's done. It's got to be I done. I feel like yeah. it's so easy to do that now. And people strive so much to have everything perfect that albums kind of lose that that natural. It's and your yeah, record definitely absolutely. has life to it. It definitely, yeah. it, it feels alive. You know, there's energy. Yeah, in it. I, I like that. I like, um, like if you listen to, I don't know, albums like Zeppelin one, like there's a lot of just little minor, not mistakes, but just like natural things that happen in a recording session. Like we left, uh, on, on some of our guitar parts, you can hear the fingers slide down, down yeah. the fret. Yeah, oh, yeah. I could have easily cut those out, but it just right, adds right. a lot of, of life. Or breathing, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like people breathe. Oh yeah, it's okay. Yeah, <laughs> let them hear your breath. Yeah, you know, like that's awesome. I I think that that that's been lost a lot, or at least maybe, um, at least maybe in like mainstream music. If you're listening to it, yeah, for sure, you you kind of lose a lot of that. If you if you dig deep and like rock and roll right now, to me anyway, is kind of uh, an underground thing again. Yeah. And I kind of feel like I like it there. I like it to yeah. be underground. I, I don't. I don't want rock and roll to be the number one music form in the world. Other than the fact that, like, maybe I'd have an easier time booking a tour if it was. But right, like, right. you know. But if it's underground, it's a little counterculture, and it might make people a little bit uncomfortable. And like, it should. It's fucking rock and yeah, roll. Yeah, that's what, what that's I mean. what it's like, based on. Absolutely. Yeah. So getting that life in a record and hearing those string noises and hearing those it's, breaths and. Like you said before, wanting to allow your songs to be something where you don't hear everything on the first listen because it's not maxed out with everything in your face. It's like you on the first listen, you get the song on the second listen. You might get like, oh, wow, there's a there's like a weird little guitar riff in the background that I didn't hear before. And then like, oh, shit, I didn't even know that harmony was on yeah. there. That's cool. Right. And, you know, like all those. Yeah, I like I like making real. things very subtle. Yeah, like a lot of little subtle things, a lot of ambient stuff that just adds to the overall sound. Well, it's cool how you get how you can put out an aggressive sounding record with so much subtlety, and that's an art that gets lost, I think, a lot because sure. because it's and like that, everything that has to be loud because and we're, we're all from different. I mean, we all we all kind of generally like the same music, but we're we we our our main influences are very different. Um, like Andrew's kind of a uh, uh, outlaw country guy. Mm -hmm. like he's big into that. Um, Chris is more of a metal guy and I'm kind of a, uh, I don't know, I guess blues driven, but also I, I really dig um, like Tame Impala 
for instance. Okay. Like yeah, yeah. Huge, and and that's kind of where I get my uh, I guess like my trippy ambient stuff that I really right. like in records. So it's it's that mix, and and that's kind of what we or why we named the the album stir the pot like it, it has kind of a few different meanings but one of it is just kind of like a big melting pot of all our different influences that's cool it, it definitely awesome. comes across you can hear it which cool. is cool man yeah that's nice awesome. nice job really thank you, thank yeah, you. Yeah, absolutely do you remember like you you're saying you all have different influences um do you remember like growing up how like a song or a uh, a record or something that that first made you go like oh music's important it's not just background and then something that made you go like i have to do this right because doing music you have to do it it's not something you choose it's yeah, like you sure. have to no, i would never want anybody to do this for a living cuz it's terrible but like uh but you have to it's like there's a compulsion <laughs> Oh, for sure. Yeah. No one just decides like how they decide to like be an accountant that they're going to be. Right. Yeah. Be right. I want to be poor. Yeah. <laughs> I want to no, be chasing uh, something forever. <laughs> uh, honestly, I didn't pick up. I mean, I always enjoyed music, but I didn't pick up. I didn't really appreciate it. And I didn't pick up an instrument until I was uh, like 17. Okay. So I started a lot later in life. And um, it wasn't until I started playing guitar that I really started to appreciate music the, the music side of it you know right. i just kind of listened to stuff and i was like oh you know people are telling me that this band's popular so i'll listen to this right, i'll check it I out really started, yeah so i really started to like what made you pick up a guitar record. what's that what record made you what or what made you pick up a guitar oh, um i honestly uh my brother uh he's a drummer he started playing drums a few years before i started playing guitar and he had these like bonus points from ordering all this drum stuff and there was nothing drum related available so he bought this acoustic guitar oh, nice. and it just sat in his closet for like a year and after i graduated high school that summer i was just bored and i so i picked it up and i i just started learning little songs here and there like right, i think right. i learned the intro to stairway to heaven right and yeah. that, that made me kind of explore that band a little bit more because i knew who led zeppelin was but i just knew the radio hits and yeah sure just, just didn't didn't really appreciate them as the didn't appreciate the music as much and then i just really started digging into it and once you start playing like you learn how hard it is to play everything that you hear on the radio or mm -hmm. for, oh, yeah. for the most part and then you get like an appreciation of how talented all those musicians are oh yeah you you get that like you learn something and then and then you in my brain, at least, it was like, okay, I learned this, but I learned something someone else did. They made this shit up. Right. <laughs> they they did this. They came up with this. They did this without having this to learn from. They just did this. Right. So that, that was what and they, they And then I'm sure, like, they did the same thing when they were learning, right? It's exactly. Just yeah, yeah. Like recycling of material. Yep. And, you know, you don't, you don't try to rip people off, but, like, you can't help but emulate the people that you were influenced by, you know, only 12 right. notes, man. Exactly. They only work together, only work yeah. together in yeah. like five ways. Exactly. <laughs> unless you're, unless you're playing some weird, like Indian shit, like these, right. Like, exactly. Eastern yeah. court, or Eastern. And there's what, like 18 notes or something. I think it's something like yeah, that. Something it's weird. Like crazy. Like these in-betweens. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the, the, uh, semitones or whatever. So, yeah. Different semitones and yeah. stuff. Yeah. 
No thanks. Yeah. <laughs> no thanks. But I guess then as far as, um, you know, I started learning it and it was, it was going to be this, just like this thing I did on the side. It was just going to be a hobby. I had this whole other life planned. I was, I was going to college. I was going to graduate. I was going to take over my dad's business. Right. And, uh, we took a road trip down here cause I'm from Michigan originally. Okay. And so we took a, Oh yeah, we talked about this. this yeah. Yeah. But uh, so I took a road trip down here with my friends and I saw a good buddy of mine who I had never met at that time. Um, he was playing at a bar and he's a, a ridiculously good guitar player. Like he's a prodigy like none I've ever seen. Gotcha. And once I saw that, like something in me just clicked and I was like, that's that's what I want to do. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. That's so cool. Um, <clears throat> one thing. So we, we talk about you guys. You do shows. You go hard uh you do sometimes like three sets a night uh that kind of stuff but um can you tell us the story of when you guys became a three-piece temporarily at uh at the band at the show at Connolly's? oh that was probably it might have been when i wasn't available i might have been out of town or something like that so they well, you were oh, the reason they were a three-piece no <laughs> No, uh, I guess Andrew wasn't uh, wasn't behaving. Oh, okay. What do you what? do? What's the story? You know what? the story more than we do. Well, they didn't. They, you know the the research I did. Um, yeah. Andrew said that you know he got a little bit uh, a little bit wild, right? And they uh, they asked him to leave, and they had to do like an hour and a half set <laughs> as a three piece. But maybe okay. it was before you were in the band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes he gets a little carried away. <laughs> yep, and I don't know. I can't remember if maybe he was unable to finish, like physically, like he, right. he probably couldn't form sentences or form words right, yeah, anymore. Yeah. So yeah, we had to we had to carry it through. But it's it, honestly like it's cool because we like I get to play frontman for a little while, right? And it's kind of a <laughs> feeling like I I, I was kind of like forced to learn some songs i guess we were forced to learn some songs as a three-piece so it's a good it's a good break and people seem like we still do it now like he'll still hand hand over the band to me and he'll go take a break and go do shots with people and it's i tell you it's, it's it would be great as a singer if there was someone else in the band that could do that that's awesome <laughs> that's yeah, great yeah, oh, dude, he loves it like every someone else that can sing he, that's great yeah he goes like uh, a couple of the places that that serve food and stuff he'll go like hang out in the walk-in cooler like while i'm <laughs> while i'm playing a few songs and he'll just like dry off in there and come back out ready uh ready to go again so yeah it's, it's cool amazing. and i appreciate it too because i like you know i like i said i like playing front man for a little bit yeah you i'm get not as good as, at, at the banter as he is though it, you know what? Banter's it takes a minute. Yeah, it takes Banter's a minute to get into it. And yeah, for you got to sure. do it repeatedly. That's all. Yeah. I, I actually, I lucked out because like for, for our last gig that I played. Um, so the only permanent members are my drummer and I. And then I, I, I just basically play the guitar and, and, and bass. And uh, we ended up being a three piece for this past show. And one of the songs came up and uh, I was like, I wasn't meant to play guitar for this. I I shouldn't be singing and playing guitar for this, but I guess we have to play it to fill the setup. And and uh, luckily, my drummer's like, I got it, cool. I was like, sweet. He's like, what part do you need? I was like, I'll take the chorus. You take everything else. Nice, <laughs> nice. 
Yeah, yeah man. That's, so that's it's nice having having guys to lean on. Yeah, for sure. And I, I respect musicians like that, like um, like flexible ones that that kind of can can do a little bit of everything um, yeah. instead of the ones that you know they, they get scared if they have to to do anything else or not not scared but they they get uncomfortable if they have yeah, to do anything there's like an else, anxiety you know? to it they're just like yeah. i don't know what i'm gonna do and it's like hey, right man, we're already here we're already here yeah exactly <laughs> you, can, yeah. you could do it yeah and that's one thing you learn as a as a, a live musician you learn how to like set aside that panic because if you start to panic, people see it, and then they, yeah, they, they know. It. And, you know, even if you make a mistake, just shrug it off. They'll forget exactly. about it in five seconds anyway. I tell, I tell, uh, I I teach uh, vocals and guitar to kids um, at a at a school of rock, and one of the things I teach them when they get getting ready to do shows and they start talking to me about like uh, stage presence and things like that is I'm like it's um, confidence is really hard to build. Right. So, so confidence takes forever, but not giving a shit. Oh, you can get that quickly. Yeah. And if you get that, you, you have no problems. Yeah. (laughs) Then it doesn't matter. For sure. Like, and, and I just, you know, I'm like, whether the crowd likes you or not, there is nothing that you can do that is going to really alter that. Yeah. If you're out there giving your best and the crowd hates you, they are going to hate you. There are going to be people that do not like what you do. And the part of the crowd that loves you, they're going to love you. You want both of those things. The only thing you don't want is people not to give a shit. Right. You know, apathy is the worst. Like that's awful. I'd rather be booed than have silence. Silence. (laughs) Yeah, that's tough. We, uh, the drummer and and I have started like an acoustic uh, duo thing. And a lot of the places that we play, like, we're just background music and that's kind of the idea it's happy hour Weird, right order. yeah yeah it's it's quiet and coming from a band like suds of a tradesman who andrew will literally demand people's attention like if they're not paying attention or their backs turned he'll call them out and be like hey you in the blue shirt this right. is our show turn around and listen to and it's right, great yeah. people love it like he's he's kind of an asshole on stage but in like the best way possible and people really dig it that's but, great but playing those acoustic shows where you just get done and you're like, damn, I just nailed that song. And all you hear is crickets and, and people carrying on their conversations. It's like, <laughs> damn, like, okay, but it, it is what it is. You know? Right. But we, it, you're also work side of it. You're in the environment though, where, where they're not like applauding and stuff. Is it, uh, isn't what they're there to do. So it's, it's exactly. weird. I know exactly yeah. what you mean. I, uh, I put out an acoustic record. I'm in a band that's very loud and and lively and you know very crowd centric uh, as well, and I put out an acoustic record, and I went to go try and do these like solo acoustic gigs, and I'm used to getting everybody to drink and yell and 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 pay attention and all this stuff, and I'm like playing these acoustic songs. I'm like, this is, I don't know. I don't He's know. He's getting the, the snaps. Yeah, right? I don't know if I like this. In between. <laughs> I don't know if I like this as much. This is more of a weird thing. And yeah. then it's worse because if they don't like it, they don't like, if they didn't like me, they didn't like me. Right. <laughs> it's not like, yeah, your right. you, don't have your, you don't have your band. That That is definitely a different, a different vibe. Like when it's just you and an acoustic, mm-hmm. it's like, shit, I got to be on point. Yeah, then I feel like that's the closest thing to like being a stand-up comic, right? Like, yeah, a stand-up comic. If people don't like your comedy, when most of your comedy is about your life and about you, so that means they don't like you personally. Yeah, (laughs) and that's that's 
So when you're playing a solo gig, it's kind of that same thing, um, especially if you're doing originals. Like if you're doing covers and everything, like, all right, you don't like how I sing fucking Zeppelin or if you don't like how I yeah, sing, like, you yeah, want to hear right. something else, whatever, I don't care. But like if I play a song that I wrote and you hate it, then you hate me personally. <laughs> you know, like, and was that what your acoustic thing, what your acoustic album yeah. was all originals? Okay. Yeah, it was all yeah, original stuff, tough, so. man. You're like, this is... This is all my feelings and my emotions. Right. It's me and my guitar. This God, is the stuff I didn't want to hide behind a band with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. And now I, I want to. I, I have a lot of those songs that I've written myself that I I don't plan on releasing just exactly for that. It's so much easier when you have a band. Yeah. And you can bounce ideas back and forth because then they're not just your own. Right. It's like it's like everybody. So everyone's in that same boat. When you're on stage, you have that confidence that. You know, we have an army. Yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah. You know, you've got a you got a tag team out there. You're yeah. just like, if they don't like us, that's all right. I got I got <laughs> three other guys and we can fight our way out of here. We can make right. this happen. For but sure. if, it's like, if it's just me, I'm losing. I'm going to go cry in the corner. Right. Exactly. I'm going to fall asleep tonight crying on my cock shaped pillow. <laughs> <laughs> don't go away. We'll be back right after these messages. This episode of Bacon is My Podcast is brought to you by drinkwildbills.com and growyourassoff.com. Use promo code BACON to get 10% off your entire order. Yeah, uh, grilling season is never over, and you always want to quench your thirst, and why not do it with some craft-made beverages by yeah, the, Wild Bills? The two work together pretty awesome. Yeah, agreed. So go ahead, hit them up. Check it out. It helps them, which are awesome companies, and it helps us. It helps us, and it helps you. And it helps you to because you live, like live a more flavorful life. You like delicious things in your mouth. Indeed. So do it. go do it now. Do it. Okay, okay. So, so yeah. So, they, this right? so I'll be like, I'm Mike, and I'm Damien. Well, I like the consuming, though. That's a good line. Oh, oh and we are, and we are... And we are Felicity, and you are consuming. Taken is my podcast. podcast. And you are consuming. And you are consuming. That's a good adjective. Okay, That's right. a good verb. Verb. Uh, are you got it? Do you want to practice again, or are you done? Let's try it. I'm Mike, and I'm Dean, and, and we, we are Felicity, Felicity. and you, you are consuming. consuming. Bacon is, is my podcast. <laughs> Almost so, lost my coffee. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. Almost. <laughs> So, so uh, for those those listening in the background, uh, there is a Strat. There's a couple of Les Pauls. What's your what's your go to guitar? Go to guitar is is this one right here. Okay, the Les Paul. Les Paul. It's between it's between the Les Paul and the Strat. Those okay. are my those are kind of like my my two that I bring to the gigs. Yeah. Uh, now are you? Those are two different sounds. So are you switching Definitely. them? Yeah. Are you switching them, or are you, are you playing one throughout the whole set? No, I usually switch them. I start off with the Strat because we kind of, uh, you know, we're a, we're a pretty like loud in your face rock band. And a lot of the, or some of the venues that we play, like when we start out the, the venues, like, okay, you know, we understand that you guys like put on a really intense show. Could you just kind of ease people into it a little bit? And so we'll start <laughs> off with some, with some slower uh, kind of country tunes, some uh, Waylon Bennings and some Johnny Cash stuff. So I'll, I'll do the, the Strat for those. And, you know, once we pull out the Zeppelin, 
it will we'll feel the crowd and usually it's andrew that's asked it's like okay are you guys are you guys ready for the for the hard rock like can we right. kick it up can, can we, we do something 11. Yeah. <laughs> nice so then i'll switch over to the to the les paul nice yeah, yeah. i i still want see i'm i'm, I'm torn i, I want a gold top les paul like i see you got oh, gold. yeah i want one but i also want a gold top uh prs 245 you want a gold top les paul <sighs> but I mean, they're both great. But you want to—they're nice. I've never owned a PRS, but they're they're beautiful guitars. They're I—I sure. I have I am lucky enough to own a few, and I love them. Uh you should get both. Them. You have good. Credit. I should there get you know. both. Yeah. I should get both. Sweetwater's got a nice finance. They do. Like they do. <laughs> I will say this though, my my Sweetwater rep, like he used to be great, and then all of a sudden, he started to suck. <laughs> Oh. Like, like he used to call me up all the time and he'd be like, like three months. Hey, I wanted to see how those strings were. I bought yeah, three packs of strings. My... Really? Yeah. And then like, I got then, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but then, but then like I'd buy bigger things and I'd have conversations with them and I, I'd be like, cool, you're having a kid and we'd have conversations and stuff. And I bought, you know, I'd buy like a, a freaking interface or this right. or that and, and nothing and then i'll go go back to him and i'll be like hey i'm i've got this thing that i'm working on and you know what can you do on the price he's like oh no those don't those don't really have any wiggle room <laughs> it's like dude man i thought we were friends what happened yeah, man <laughs> i thought we had a relationship you used yeah. to love me for buying three thing. packs of strings now love i'm spending me me. thousands of dollars and now uh, the red hots are supposed to be the uh keep me happy Right. Where's our conversation? Yeah, right. the, the right, pack right. We don't talk it. anymore. There was man. not even a Tootsie Roll in that pack, you son of a bitch. Oh, yeah. Sugar Daddy. Maybe he found someone else. He Maybe found he someone. found someone else. I'm gonna, I'll find someone else. Uh, I'll share my guy with you. <laughs> okay. He's a good dude. Uh, I went to Sweetwater, yeah, and that's... I did the tour and everything, and that is the coolest place on earth. It is like Wonka for musicians. There was in Indiana, right? Yeah, yeah, it's in Fort yeah. Wayne, Indiana, and uh, I'm I'm from Indiana, so I was home oh, for cool. Christmas one year, and uh, I called up my rep, and I was like, "Hey, man, I'm like an hour and a half, two hours away. I just want to come down and take a tour." And he was like, "Come on down," and like I went there, and they have a showroom, but then they also have like they have a whole cafeteria. Like the this the owner of Sweetwater brought in some coffee company because like three months into their existence, someone told him they had shitty coffee. So he was like, I'm going to get my own bean guy and create it. Th- you know, like they what? have uh, they have like a game room. They have like a rack, they have racquetball courts and weight rooms and shit. They have a doctor on site. So they, they let you like, Oh, you feeling sick? We'll go into the doctor. Cause uh, we yeah. don't want you to stay home from work. <laughs> you know, like, it's like their employees never have to leave. They don't. It's crazy. And it's so cool there. And there's like a big slide. You slide down from no floor one to floor two. Uh, I get to wa- I get to watch people packing the candies. And I was like, don't chimp on the Tootsie Rolls, man. That's the key. That's, that's, the, that's the key yeah, in there. Man. That's the clincher. Yeah, yeah that's like that's your only name brand in there that means anything. You're giving me what? A Laffy Taffy? Sugar Daddies. Yeah, a bit of honey. Laffy Taffy's like the banana flavored Laffy Taffy. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. What the hell is that? I, I feel like they only get they only get grape and banana. Yeah. yeah. And it's like those are the like those the are bullshit worst. flavors. Yeah. Those are bullshit sure. flavors. All the employees I, I, are all the employees are probably stealing the the cherry Dude, and the, you and the know good that's oh, what it is. Hell yeah. You know that's what it is. Because if I worked there, I would take every goddamn cherry laugh. Yep. 
Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Like these, people are still, these people are still going to order from us if right, there's yeah. berry or if there's banana. So they I'm still got there. one. Yeah. <laughs> they still got yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. And, and then Jen, my, my wife, she'll always ask me because they send out like the quarterly yeah. books. Oh, yeah. The book. Yeah. And she's like, you're on the website all the time. Why they, Why do they need to send this Encyclopedia Britannica sized music book? I was like, because? Yeah. She's like, well, then they could probably lower the prices if they didn't send this shit out all the time. And I said, it's a good point. I'll take it up with my rep. At least give you if he wants to talk talk to me anymore. Yeah, I agree Uh, because I I very rarely ever flip through those. Like I know what I usually know what I want. I don't usually browse for stuff. Like I I only go right on places or I I only go on the site when I need something. Right. I usually just take that and throw it right in the recycle bin. I was like, this is a complete waste of paper. Exactly, man. Yeah. If you're, I mean, if if you're working working for them, they probably wouldn't do it. So I assume. If you're going to Sweetwater, though, you've researched your gear ahead of time. Yes. Yeah. You know, and you're you're like, do you have this? Cool. Do you have it? Do you have a floor model one? Right. Cool. Do you have a demo? Right. Yeah. Exactly. I do recommend, guys. I got to get my cats out of this room. They're being. Oh, do you think? Do you think? Oh, this is why I can't have children. I can't even stand my cats. <laughs> There's our intro. <laughs> yeah, there you go. We found gold. There it is right there. It's always those little ones. Uh, I definitely recommend, though, if you guys are on tour, definitely uh, uh, call up your rep and jump in there. They'll walk you. Yeah, that's awesome. Place, I didn't so. even know they did that. That's Yeah, I, I would totally do that. Do that. And it's a huge facility. Like, it's gigantic. And they'll take you in there and uh, they'll, like, at least my rep, like, he bought us lunch there too, which is great. So, oh, nice! Uh, and when That's you're sick. on tour, someone buying you lunch is key. worth its weight in gold. It is feel like world. a rock star then. Absolutely, it is Especially the world. Been driving for twelve hours in a van. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Exactly. So, um, so speaking of touring and being poor and stuff, yes. we have to pay some bills. We do have to pay. Uh, the way we do that, one, one of the way we ways we do it, is uh, with a company called Poddex. Now, Mike, what a, what Poddex is is. It's a bunch of different decks. Um, they also have an app. Yeah, decks of cards, right? Yes. Okay. And in each deck, there's 50, 50 cards. On each card, there is a question. Yes. And what we like to do is have our guests pick from each deck or pick one of the decks that they have and then pick a card from one of those decks. So uh, we have the interview deck, interview deck two. We have the episode deck. What the heck would you rather what the fuck? And how dare you? Those last two have to be said that They way. have to say, I, I don't care about the what the fuck. That's more of his thing. I like but, it. What the fuck? The, yeah. Come on. He's, he's whatever. It's not catching on. It's not catching <laughs> how on. How do you know? I, I just know. I know. But uh, what's really cool about these is the branding. You got like a, a, an MTV-esque oh, yeah. thing going yeah. on here. And yeah. then uh, the how dare you has like a little popcorn with the uh, happy, sad drama faces. Those are the newest ones, so clearly the hard sell. Yes. Uh, so, but Mike. You can pick any deck you want, and, and which they all have good questions. would you like to pick from? Oh. What were the first three again? Interview Not deck. Interview deck two. Episode deck. 
the episode deck's not really questions. It's just a much. topic. It's topics. To it's more for us. I don't know why he keeps telling people that. Let's do the what because the fuck. he told me to, you big jerk. That's why. <laughs> Let's do the what the fuck. What the fuck? You can say it. He did it reluctantly. That's all right. I'll take a reluctant. <laughs> reluctantly at best. Who hasn't taken, who who hasn't been a reluctant fuck? Good point. Good point. Been there. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and shuffle this deck. And while I do this, Jim's going to tell you how to help us out and help Poddex out. Yes. So if you're listening, jump over to poddex.com. Check out all these decks. They also have an app, which if you checked out one of our previous uh interviews where we were remote we actually used the app to find our question as well um they're very cool i'm a bartender i have actually had these decks at the bar and i've used them on a slow night talking to people just as something fun to do it's kind of like cards against humanity or exploding kittens or one of those type of games if you like the stuff over there they have some cool shirts and swag too whatever you do put your card together and then right before you pay for everything Throw in that promo code BACON. Because everything is better with bacon. And you get 10% off your entire order. So what we're going to do now is I'm going to fan these out. I'm going to take magic finger number one. And we're going to go from my left to right, your right to left. You just tell me when to stop, and that'll be your question. Keep going. Stop. Stopping right there. Seems to be a pretty sweet spot. That's a sweet spot, yeah. Right in the middle. Oh, interesting. Mike, in one sentence, how would you sum up the internet? The internet is very much a double-edged sword. Ooh. Accurate. Yeah. Yeah, Accurate. that's not an opinion. That is, yeah, that, those are <laughs> facts. facts. Those are facts, my friends. Is that, and, uh, how, how old are you guys? Oh, I don't divulge that information, but he might. I'm, 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 I'm 37. Okay, so close. I'm 35. So we, I'm yeah. not far from him. <laughs> You're younger, though, though, right? What's up? You're younger, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I don't have kids. <laughs> <laughs> Therefore, my <laughs> lifespan has, has been shortened to about the same as his now. I'm a vampire. That's what happens. <laughs> so yeah, but we, I mean, we're all kind of close. So we grew yeah. up in the era where we knew what life was like before the internet. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We're like the last so, generation. So we have that appreciation for, for what it's like. And I feel like it's very, it, you know, obviously it's, it's just endless amounts of information, but it's also like very poisonous. And if you spend way too much time on it, it like it changes, and I feel like the younger gen. I don't want to sound like the old guy that's like, "Oh, kids today" or whatever. Get off know? my lawn! Right, exactly. <laughs> but but dude, like it, it's weird how much how much people have changed now that the internet is is such a big thing. Yeah. Do you, you think? Know? Do you think? And this is just in in like a random in general question. Do you think that like people have changed, or do you think that because it's easier to find like minded people that like um, informed people or crazy people or maniacs are all just quickly able to find more of them and that empowers them in their thought process. hundred percent. Yeah. You know what I mean? You have, like, you have people yeah. that you can like you said, like-minded people that you can justify your, your thoughts and your actions because you're right. getting that support from the other people. 
Yeah. yeah it's, mm-hmm. it's before, like if you were, if you were like, and especially like, I don't know, it's so easy to make videos of yourself now. Whereas if before, like you were some weirdo in your basement, like you would just, you were just that guy, but now you yeah. can make YouTube videos and put that out there. And it's, it's now a thing and everybody can see it. So it's, I, I had this conversation with my dad because um, we were talking about YouTube specifically. And my dad is um, a super smart person, one of the smartest people I know. Um, but he can also get very opinionated and he gets very like, um, you know, like he can get very heated about a topic. Yeah. And we were talking and we were talking about how how crazy it was that um, that people can see things on like YouTube and they can treat it the same way that they would treat it as if they saw it on um, like a, whether it be a, a news source or an entertainment source or anything else. <coughs> and and we were talking about it and he was like, you know, I don't think people realize how easy it is for like a person to get decent at editing and get a very cheap editing program and then make a video that looks every bit as good as an entertainment source or a news source. And so they're immediately seen at the same level as, and they're taken just as seriously. And, uh, and I thought it was an interesting thing because if I think about it, like, okay, like we do a podcast, we, the video version of this podcast is on strangerhoodtv.com, which is our YouTube page uh, that you can check out and uh, please subscribe and like and all that kind of good stuff. But we could throw on a couple of lab coats (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, we, could sure. put a, we could put a we could put a a, 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 a green or blue sheet <laughs> behind us and put whatever graphics or whatever thing we want for for relatively cheap and super easy and we could make something look just Legit. like anything else looks and people will take it seriously and that's kind of like this that's that's the scary sharp edge of the internet uh, I don't care what side anybody's on or anything like that. I, I just think it's kind of a, a, a thing that people don't realize is how easy it is to look legit. Yeah. Fake it till you make it has been a thing forever. And we just have an easier way to fake it now. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> you know? And it, and it's, it's not a good thing either because, because people take that and, and, I don't know. I feel like um, like the older generation too. Like they grew up trusting their news yeah. source, oh, right? Hundred percent. Yeah, so yeah. Like, oh, yeah. When they hear something, they're like, "Okay, this is a news source. It must be true." Right. So, but but then they're but then they get fooled by like like you said, Joe Schmo that just made a video in right. his basement, and now they're spreading that. So it's it's like that that viral stuff that circulates. It's just like I don't know. It's dangerous. It yeah. Can be well, dangerous. It can be the, really good, but. Yeah, the, yeah, the look news, at Double Rainbow. The news or talk <laughs> shows or uh, you know MTV's breaking news or yeah. any any of that stuff was always a thing that you just kind of saw and there was no way to look around it or see more things. Um, so people see any kind of information source and kind of treat it the same way as like I saw this once. I don't really have to look around it. Yeah, because right. I, I've never had to do that before. 
you know, and it's like, yeah, man, a 12 year old can do this really easily, <laughs> like really easily. Yeah. yeah. Never has it been easier to do your own research on something yet. It's also really difficult because there's so many different sources. Right. That you can find a different answer on. Like I remember just, I just saw a video recently. This guy was in the drive through getting coffee and he was like, you wonder why our generation has such bad anxiety. It's like, I'm going to look up to see if coffee causes blindness. And he's, he Googled it and he's like, well, sure as shit. There's studies that say coffee causes blindness. <laughs> right, right. Now I'm going gonna to look up to see if coffee can improve eyesight. And then he did it. And he's like, sure as shit. There's studies that say yeah, coffee yeah. can improve eyesight. So it's well, like, who the hell do you believe? Yeah, it's well, so hard. Right. If, you, if you come studies, you, I've done yeah. studies. I drink coffee and I can still see. So I've done a study. The problem <laughs> is, is that if you if you dig into a hypothesis as long as you like really want to, you could definitely find the answer you're looking for, right? Like, yeah. uh, when it comes to foods, oh, this food will kill you. Oh, but the, but it, it cures cancer. It's like, right? What? <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about? So yeah, yeah and, I, I, and I that's also saying. like like you said, it's like people people will justify their own beliefs just by trying to Google what they believe, and if they see yeah. something that that proves them or backs up their belief, they're like, "Well, see, I, I'm right. This is true." It's like, well, you, well yeah. you're not WebMD, right. Web man. We're Fuck we're in an era guys. where you find out if something is a scam by saying by Googling is insert thing a scam, and what's going to come up? Things that are telling you it's a scam, right? Right. It if you Google the if you Google your question that you want answered in a certain way with the words that phrase it the way that you want it to be answered, yep. you're going to find all the information you need for it to be answered the way that you need it to be answered. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yep. Uh, and then and you're like, yeah, I was right. Yep. You're like, look at this. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. The earth is flat. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. Yeah. I'm going to share it on Facebook. I'm going to share it on Facebook. I'm going to show everybody where I found my information. And then the people that are already following me, because they're not the people that stop following me because I won't shut up. Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a, bit provide just... a lot of entertainment value on the internet though. Those crazy people that you just, you, you can't stand what they believe in yet. You can't unfollow. Dude. I love I just it. Can't. I love it. I, I have a guy that, that, um, that plays in one of the bands that, that works at the bar that I bartend at and his, his Facebook, he's the, the flat earth thing is the thing that I kind of found from him. Right. But, and, and I don't know yet. I still don't know because we're not close enough for me to be able to ask him if he's just winding people up. But holy shit, does it feel like he's winding people up? And it's amazing. <laughs> and, I, and I really think that part of it is him just being like, yo, if I have hundreds of people commenting on my shit because they're wound up, then guess what? I beat the algorithm. So the next time I say my band's playing here, all hundred of those people are going to see my fucking thing. Nice. And it, it yeah. makes sense. It makes sense, yeah. man. And yeah. it's so great to watch him do it because like, we'll have conversations at the bar and I'm like, man, you don't seem crazy. And then I see him online and I'm like, you are out of your see, mind. I, dude. Am the, I am the exact opposite. As soon as I see it on my feed, <laughs> I either remove it from my feed or I, Get rid of Are you? Oh man, I, I'm a glutton. Yeah. I and I, I've done it. I've I've unfollowed or unfriended 
uh, a mutual friend of ours. I'm not going to just say it on the show, but like, I just couldn't take it anymore. Mid mid COVID, I was just like, all right, that's it. Done. I can't do this. <laughs> yeah, because it Tapping starts out. to get to you. It starts, and then you find yourself like it's like bothering you midday when you're not even looking at it. Oh, and you're just yeah. like, oh, you just gotta gotta get it out. And if you're yeah. right, it, it's 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 poison sometimes. It's poison, but that's that's a hundred percent thing. Like if it's bothering you midday, just like you just said, like I, I I tell people all the time, like if you're in a job that bothers you so much that you dream about it in a negative way, put in your two weeks. Definitely. If, if you are conversing with somebody that a day that you haven't even seen anything about them or thought about them, something that they said before makes you mad. Get it, get it out of your life. Like you don't, you don't need, you don't need that shit. Yeah, like sure. life's hard enough. Absolutely. <laughs> and I know? feel like that's a that's a lost art uh, sometimes with people that like if if they see something that bothers them, they can't just let it go. They can't just like be like, okay, that bothers me, but I so I'm just like I'm gonna ignore it. Right. They have yeah, to like right. they have to like let that person know that what the, that what they said or what they did bothers them, and for some reason they're wrong. Like they're wrong for doing it. There's a lot of crazy self-importance that comes with the internet yeah. too. And yeah. it's not even in a, and, and I don't mean that to sound insulting to anybody because we've all done it. We've all like, yeah. I've definitely at times in my life been on the internet and been like, people need to hear my opinion, you know? Like, yeah. Right. Absolutely. Cause it's such an easy platform. Yeah. It re and it really is. And it's like, yeah. you know, there's, there's a self-importance thing that's there because you get immediate feedback and you get this immediate kind of like, whether they're disagreeing with you or whether they're agreeing with you, you get this kind of like rush of engagement yeah. that happens. Sure. Yep. So um, to bring that back around to like music, uh, music is a way easier thing to kind of like release now and put in front of thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of people. Um, you know, and the, the internet has made that possible. And that's made it easier for musicians because we have a direct line to it, but it's made it harder for musicians because so do a thousand other bands, yeah. right? And it's, it's like that old thing of, um, I wanna book a show at your club. Cool, how many people can you bring? Okay, I can bring 50 people. Okay, well, the band that just started two weeks ago and has never played a live show can bring all their high school friends and their parents and they can bring a hundred people. So they get the gig and you don't get the gig and you're like, yeah, but like they're going to chase people out of your place. Right. <laughs> and, and I won't because we have records and we've done this and we've done that, you know, like, like, yeah, it's just, it's just oversaturated. It's, it's yeah. It's, so it, it so becomes much. that. Yeah. But it's do you important. think, do yeah. you think, um, and I know, I know that you, that you guys, or at least I've read, I, I don't remember if it was an interview with you. You did like the the twelve, the hot twelve questions or something like that. Yeah, but I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember if it was you or not. But it was saying that like, okay, um, I hate how everybody. We're a rock and roll band. Stop trying to marginalize us and make us. Uh, oh, we're a post hardcore. Yeah, this, yeah, that, that the other yep. genre thing, right? Exactly. Do you think that there's any way that that actually helps you reach people because it's so segmented? You can be like, instead of trying to reach a hundred thousand people, I'm trying to reach a thousand and maybe they'll hear me if I put 
this genre in. Oh, like label it as some sort of sub yeah. Like there's um, it, it can because a lot of people are you know they they search for a specific kind of of music or a specific genre and I don't know man it, it's it's just there's so much of that out there that we just we just couldn't really put a label on it yeah and yeah. people like people don't get mad but they're like yeah you can't, you can't just say like what do you mean rock and roll like you can't just right. say rock and roll it's like well yeah like that's, watch watch that's what we do <laughs> yeah it's it's loud guitars drums bass and vo it's rock and roll exactly <laughs> Do you think like uh, I like I always found that to be it's it's kind of like if you remember and you were in bands pre this heavy saturation of the internet, it was like you'd go to a club and you'd be handing out your demos or you'd be handing out a flyer, or you'd be trying to talk someone into coming to your show, and they'd say, Who do you sound like? And you'd be like, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> like now. On one hand, it's like, I, I can't say I don't sound like anybody because I'm not like, I've created a brand new style of music that you've never heard yeah, in yeah. your entire life. I am so unique yeah. that you can't even connect me with anything familiar, right? Because if someone told me that, I'd be like, well, okay, I'm curious, kind of, but I don't know if I really want to listen to it. Yeah, unless it's going to be just like a bunch of white noise or some shit. It's going to right, sound exactly like, like oh, all right. Yeah. But, uh, you know, so everything has always been trying to label you to something and saying like, okay, we have kind of a, like, if I was, if I was in your band and I was trying to sell you, uh, I'd be like, okay, we have a, uh, kind of a weird, uh, black Sabbath meets Zeppelin and black crows meets something modern type of vibe. Um, come see it and tell me what the fuck the other thing is. Yeah, you know, for sure. Like, That's a lot easier telling telling people what bands we sound like rather yeah, than right. labeling a genre. Because a lot of the bands that we that we sound like are more just kind of like classic rock. So we can't yeah. just say our genre is classic rock because right. that, it's like, too broad. That, like an era. Yeah, right. or it's exactly it's too broad. So it's like that that's that's usually what our go to is. It's like so, we're you know, like on one movie? on one hand, all this mini genreing is the most annoying thing in the world. But on the other hand, it actually really helps promote because you're like, yeah, all right. Yeah, it's when I was doing the when I was doing the the thing for CD Baby, trying to fill that out. That's what we had to do. I had to like pick a a, a main genre and then like three sub sub genres. Yeah, three sub genres. Right. The longest out of like filling everything <laughs> out. I was looking through these lists, I was like, what the hell are half of these even? I don't even know what they are. And I'm like, no, we don't sound like that. We're not that. And if one was like arena rock, I was like, sure, why not? Yeah, of course. Yeah, why yeah. not? We could play arenas. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah. <laughs> we play rock in arena and we will rock. I did so. the same. Yeah, I did the same thing on CD Baby. I was like, arena rock? Yes. <laughs> awesome. Because I don't know what that is. Yeah, it's rock yeah, and arenas. Yeah. I've seen a lot of bands in arenas. They're yeah. very different. Exactly. I saw Tool in an arena. Yeah. I also saw the Foo Fighters at an arena. Right. Yep. I've also seen Motley Crue at an arena. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they're all those not arena very, rock, but they've those all are very different bands. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> for sure. For sure. All right, Mike. Well, we took up a lot of your time. Yes. Uh, oh, it's been great. So, though. Good. I'm glad. You guys, listen, you're welcome back on anytime. Absolutely. Open invitation. Yeah. Uh, but before we sign off here, we kind of want you to let everybody know where they can find all things. Sons of a tradesman. Yeah, for sure. 
Um, I mean, we're all over the social media thing. We have Facebook page. Uh, Instagram is sons of a tradesman or at sons of a tradesman, but with all underscores in between each word. So sons underscore of underscore a underscore tradesman. Uh, we're doing the, all the streaming platforms, uh, Spotify, Apple music, Amazon, YouTube, uh, God, all the ones that we tried to label just earlier. All of the things, all of the things, all of the, the only thing we don't have that we should fucking have by now is a website and we don't so we're slacking in that get a website, get a website. i know get a website i know seriously if we have no, we if, have if the, for uh, no the other domain. reason if for no other reason then like i i see so many bands and like this is my one time that i'm going to give you like a you need to do this like <laughs> um and, and sorry but it's so many bands that kind of came up or people that came up in like the myspace facebook era we're like, oh, well, social media is where I should put my band. That's a website. Right. Yeah. Look what happened to MySpace. People that had that as their only thing, it's gone. Yeah. Facebook is lame as shit, man. Like, if you're not, if either get yourself a website so you can always put up the social media that's connected to it. Or get ready to chase social media for the rest of your fucking career. Yeah, dude, I, I'm, I'm the worst at that. Like some people are so good. And that that was another point I was thinking of when we were talking about like the whole social media thing is you can be a really shitty band. And if you have a really good social media game, you'll oh, be yeah. super You're golden. You don't even have to 100%. have good music. 100%. Nope. You don't even have to play music. Yeah, you don't even have to. Have <laughs> you don't even have to play. That's true. People that you're a band and and have like awesome photos and play the social media game and people will love you. Yep, exactly. Well, and that's the key is is getting people to pay attention yep. and then getting people to love you for something. Yeah, you know, yeah. and that's always been the thing, but it's it's a different thing now. You know? Exactly. But yeah, exactly. Get, get a fucking website. Man. I yeah. know. <laughs> so uh, oh, listen, is- God. <laughs> <laughs> Papa Jim has spoken. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, no, you're so right, you're right. till then, go check out Sons of Trademen only, only on social media, not on the website, right? And on all <laughs> digital streaming platforms. Check out the record store, the pot. It's Indeed, awesome. it's, it's really it cool. It's it's throwback, but it's got some real cool modern elements to it. Even like some rap stuff. And yeah, it's, it's a throwback it, that doesn't it, sound it, old. It's really cool. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> oh, exactly. It's you. not. I, yeah, I appreciate that. And don't and, and it, don't listen to it on your phone speaker, please. Oh, no, yes. don't, yeah. don't at least For, put in buds if, if yeah. that's the least you can do. Yeah, I but hate when people angry. try and show me music and they're like. Holding their You're phone up. It's like, no, don't, don't do that. I don't thanks want for, that. Thanks for right. all the treble. I appreciate it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to hear any low end. I, I, oh, yeah. Put it put it in a glass. Throw, throw it in a solo cup. That's yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for putting it in a glass for me. Uh, uh, but until the next time, everybody, what should you always ask yourself, Mike? Do you, do you we remember? Said there was a test. We said there was a test. We What's did the say number that, yeah. one question that you should ask yourself every day? It's the question that will improve your life. Indeed. Really. What was it? What is my bacon? What's, What's your, your bacon? bacon? Got it. Yes. <laughs> You're goddamn right, Mike. Hell yeah. Hey, if so you guys ever make it up to Michigan, there's this place called Tony's on I-75. And every thing that you order gets a separate plate of like a half pound of bacon. Dude. It is a ridiculous. Look it up and yeah, do yourself a favor. Go to tell us that. What? 
I said you waited till now. Oh, I know. I, I, I thought of it at the beginning, and I didn't get a chance to throw it in. And I finally, I was like, I can't end this this podcast without nice. throwing it in. Appreciate it. If you're listening in your car right now, and you're anywhere near Tony's, go there immediately. Yep. If not, turn around and go to, and then go to Tony's. Oh, yeah. Thanks, guys. That was a good conversation. Uh, yeah. Good it was, dude. It was very cool. Good dude. Um, really excited that we, we had him on, uh, you know, in the last outro that we made, uh, you did allude to the fact that we, we just we don't know who's coming on. Yeah, um, we don't ask. We don't we don't bother people and say, "Well, who you have? Who whatever?" Like we literally just have them come on, and then we just figure it out. Yeah, we're musicians too, and we we said this earlier today when, before we started. Uh, we were kind of like, "Well, if we have another musician on and we can't f- talk for forty plus minutes." What the hell are we doing? What are we doing here? <laughs> what are we doing? What are we doing here? So yeah. Mike was super easy to talk to. Yeah. Uh, pro- he produced the whole band, the band's whole album. Uh, really cool talking to him about the ins, ins and outs, the interest, intricacies of that. Um, yeah, you so heard yeah. it. You heard, you heard it. it. Um, so, Jim, where, where can they find you? Uh, Jimmy G Shoes on all the socials. If you don't know that, then uh, thank you for listening, and you know that now. Craving Strange is my band. We are at cravingstrange.net, where you can find all of our stuff, all of our socials, all of our everything. New song, I Run Away, out now with a bunch of videos and stuff like that on Strangerhood TV, which if you're looking for the visual version of this show, you can also find it there. That is our YouTube page that we're all on. I'm also in a band called Crash Transit. We just put out a new record. Uh, called Lightspeed. You can check that out on all the streaming services. Mike, where are you? Me, personally. I'm at me, my own self. Mike, uh, no spaces, no underscores. Uh, You can find me posting all things about Bacon is My Podcast, but you can also find me posting things about my kids, maybe, and also about my band. My band is at Something Heavy Music. It's called Something Heavy. You can find us on all digital streaming platforms, and uh, also, if you if you want to hear what Jim and I do when we play together, yeah, all the weird shit we get into, Death um, Be a Woman, Death Be a Woman, you can check us out. All streaming platforms. Bacon is my passion. Uh, please, if you're listening to the end of this, if you made it all the way to the end, it's super important to please give those five star reviews. Yeah. Um, you've made it this far. Just give it one extra click. Right. You, you like, didn't you didn't use that click to turn us off. Right. So use it to give us a five-star review. If you want to know everything Bacon Is My Podcast, just go to baconismypodcast.com. You can check out all of our bands, but you can also check out Bacon Is My Passion, plus you can get episodes, plus you can get to all our sponsor pages with all the discounts and all the links and everything like that. So check it out there. Thank you guys so much for listening. You guys are everything a special huge shout out to our bimp squad and everybody that is on patreon.com slash bacon is my podcast we give you guys extra episodes commercial free episodes early content different content all kinds of different stuff on there if you feel like maybe you want to support us in another way and help us keep these lights on and give us some jameson check us out (coughs) over there patreon.com slash bacon is my podcast and thank you guys so much until then You should always remember to ask yourself the one most important question you can always ask yourself, and that is, what's your bacon? Whoop, whoop.